This is the October 2020 session, second talk on the first full day, second talk during the first. This is the first talk today, which is the second talk (laughs) of the retreat. We're talking about continuous practice, Gyoji, fascicle from the Shobo Ginzo. And it's wonderful to be able to sit here with everyone, both people who are online, people who are not online, people who are in the room, and know that it's a collective activity that we're doing here. There are so many good people of, of long practice. One of the themes of this particular fascicle, or one of the themes of all of Dogen Zenji, is that the interconnectedness, interconnectedness of all things is true. And that one person affects everyone. And that one person might be sitting in Florida, might be sitting in this room. That each of us because of the interdependence of all things, because of the the nature of the timeless, each of us, each of our practices matters, is important. And so we talk a lot about the bodhisattva vow in this tradition, the vow to become awakened for the sake of all living beings, bodhicitta, to help others. But when we are truly sitting in the timeless, right where we are, then that is already connected to all beings and is serving a place in that universe. One aspect of it. So we're talking about the fascicle, the chapter from the Shobogenzo Gyoji, continuous practice. Other people could talk about Shobo Ginzo and some of the history around that. But the essence, the essence of the whole of the Shobo Ginzo, written by Dogen Zenji in the 1300s, is applicable now. Because it's timeless. So if it's timeless, it was true then, it's true now, it will always be true because it is before time. The timely is relevant to what's our particular era. For example, if we wanted to give directions on how to go from Great Vow to Portland, Oregon, and we would you know, give people particular directions, that's timely because it depends upon the particular kind of vehicle and the terrain and the rivers may change and the roads may change and lots of things may change. So the timeless is that which is always applicable throughout time. How do you know that? Well, when we touch the one mind where there is no other, it also erases doubts about other. So Dogen Zenji, in this fascicle and other fascicles of the true Dharma eye, true Dharma eye means the Buddha eye, means the eye of truth, means 
our own essential I is talking about talking from the timeless. So, you know, his advice about shopping or traveling or manufacturing or politics are all timely and are not as relevant. So what's timeless? This moment is timeless. The mind of awareness of this moment is timeless. The contents are always swirling around. But the, the mind of this moment, this moment is timeless. It's always this moment. It has been through all of our entire lives. This moment is this moment is this moment is this moment is this moment. And the awareness of this moment, the awareness of this moment, the awareness of this moment is still this moment. We can't get outside of this moment. It's always this moment. Our imagination, even our memories and our anxieties are about from this moment someplace else. So the timeless, which is the root of all of the teachings of the Shobogenzo, is about isness, isness. And the qualities of the isness of our life right here is present. It's safe. It's okay. So the foundation for Seshen, the foundation for our practice, <clears throat> has to begin with the isness, the timeless. That's the waking up part, is to touch the timeless. And the timeless has several qualities to it, several attributes. The timeless is whole. The timeless is illuminated. You have awareness right here, right now. The timeless is at peace. The timeless is inclusive. It includes the whole world of this moment. Timeless is aware. Timeless is now. So what we're doing in our, with our practice, what we're doing with Seshin, is we are settling down really to discover the timeless truth of our life. One of the appellations of the Buddha was the, the Tathagata, the thus come one, the thus arrived one, the thusness. The very thusness of the Buddha and the very thusness of our lives is the same thusness, same timelessness, thus, right here, right now. So the nice thing about being clear about one of the aspects of this aspect of practice is first off, everybody, everybody without exception, no matter which side of the camera you're on, no matter which part of the country you're in, everybody knows the timeless. It is our very, our very nature. So it's easy. Nobody can fail. Nobody can fall out of the universe. Nobody can fall out of this moment. So while 
there is many challenges with practice, while there are many things that we have to face and work with, ultimately nobody fails. Everybody succeeds. The path is the fruit, as they say in some, the very failures of the path are the fruit because of thusness, because right here, right now, you're not falling out of the universe, you won't fall out of the universe, no matter what happens, you will be there. Your personality may change, but the essence of you, the thusness of you, the isness of you, total confidence. Now inside this moment, inside this moment of our sitting here, our breathing here, inside this moment, there are lots of changes and unfolding evolution. All the time Lee happens. And the timeless is always present, unchanged, unborn, undying. But the time Lee is when separation begins to happen. That's how we discriminate between this and that and now and then and you and me and top and bottom and all those things. And that separation is, of course, held within the circle of oneness. You know, like the, the Taoist symbol of the yin-yang. One circle, but in that circle is divided into two aspects. And those two aspects are still part of that one circle. Just as we our, each of our individual personalities are still nothing but part of that whole circle. What we think of it inside, what we think of it outside, still the one circle. So in terms of practice, in terms of waking up, in terms of discovering the place of timeless confidence, the place where we are safe and secure, the place that we are always alive because it's not born. We come, we sit down in our seats, we have our particular schedule, we have our particular container, and we are looking for what is already present. Now, let's just sort it out just a little bit more here. The time Lee is all of those changes that happen. It's the physics that we're also aware of situation. Our thinking apparatus, the way our mind particularly works, is a timely phenomenon. In the same way physics is, you know, the brain has certain patterns and has certain cognitive errors and has certain, you know, neurological pathways and things. That so there is the timeless, there is the machinery, and then there is intention. I'm thinning the teaching out a little bit here. So we have our particular way our body-mind works. You know, we get hungry, we need to rest, we get restless, all those things. We have the particular way our mind is oriented. Is my mind oriented toward loving-kindness, toward inclusivity? Is my mind oriented towards, towards seeing what is true, 
is my mind oriented toward. And then we have the particular machinery, all as the root of the timeless. So Dogen, Zenji, talks about things from all levels. He talks about the timeless. He talks about the way the mind works. He talks about the intentions. And he talks about our connection with the environment, society. So the treasury of the true eye of the Dharma is your own eye, your own presence. And in that presence, you can cultivate intention toward truth, toward toward, uh, delusion, toward greed, toward generosity, and cultivate intention towards things. And then we have, how does that function? So in Sushen, we're primarily focused on the experience, the experience of the timeless. And as we function, especially in, through the monastery in our lives, the, our intention becomes important. And as we function from the timeless with our intention, then how we function in the world with our environment is important. But so during this particular time, especially here at the monastery, we're not so much concerned about how we function. We're not really so much concerned about the ecological or the political or the medical crises of our time. We're really saying, okay, we've got this container which is fairly stable. We know exactly what the schedule is going to be and we pretty much know about meals and all that. We've got that pretty well worked out. We've, we've, we've stabilized the external and now let's Let's turn the attention to the timeless. What is fundamental? And I began last night with Thich Nhat Hanh's poem, Contemplation on No Coming, No Going. This body is not me. I am not limited by this body. Now, if we think about this body is not me, I am not limited by this body. I mean, we're all limited by our bodies, right? We, we, none of us can do 20-foot high jumps. You know, few of us can run 200-mile marathons. We're all limited by this body. So what does it mean when he says, I'm not this body and I'm not limited by this body? I am life without boundaries. I have never been born. It's talking about the timeless nature. Now, who we think we are is a matter who we think we are. If we think that we're this particular mechanical structure, then of course, you know, we are what we believe. But if we begin to think, oh, perhaps this structure is a temporary concatenation, a particular temporary constellation, a particular um, aggregation, of elements, and perhaps that which is aware is more fundamental. And we begin to to see that which is fundamental, the timeless 
of ourness of our life is more real than the timeliness of our life. The timelessness of our life is more real than the particular aggregates of our life, you know. You got a young body, you got a middle-aged body, you got an old body, you got a sick body, you got a well body, you got a decrepit body, you got a mind that works, a mind that doesn't work, you got, you know, you got some riches, you got some poorness, you got you know all the things that we have and don't have. Timeless. Timely, I mean. So Thich Nhat Hanh is saying, this body is not me. I'm not limited by this body. And that's true for all of us, right? That's what he's saying. He's saying, this body is not me, this society is not me, this world is not me, this universe is not me. What's the source of all that? That's what we're here for. I've never been born, he says. I've never died. How can he say, I've never been born? Whenever we're looking outside, we see things that are arising and disappearing all the time. We see things that are giving birth to and are disappearing. But if we look directly at our own mind's eye, we look directly at our own awareness, it's always there, always wakes up, always present. It doesn't, we might feel half awake, but, but the awareness is still aware of having half awake. And then, of course, he takes it at one more step because everything comes out of the same source. Everything comes out of the same mind. Everything comes out of the same root. Look at the ocean. Look at the sky filled with stars. They are manifestations from my wondrous true mind. Since before time, I have been free. So that's the insight that we are working for. Now, if our mind has a concept, oh yes, it's going to be like this, it's going to feel like that, it's going to, I, I, I will, then we're looking for something else. We're looking for something in the future, something outside, something, some trying reality to match up with our picture of how reality should be. Our picture of awakening, we're trying to get reality and our idea of awakening to come together. It doesn't work that way. So the truth that Dogen Zinji is talking about, Dogen Zinji, Thich Nhat Hanh Zinji is talking about, can you feel the earth right now? Simple yes or no. Can you feel the earth right now? To feel the earth right now, right now, right now, right now, is continuous practice. We'll change our life to have that continuous practice. Instead of forgetting the earth right now, which is supporting us, and being worried about the Kalpa ending fire when everything comes out, goes away in flames. To continuously be aware I'm safe right here. I'm whole and complete right here, right now. I can feel it. I can feel it more than I can be aware of what all the news says. The news is just ephemeral stuff. I can feel right here the earth supporting me that I am safe. Can you have a continuous practice of that? And then we're walking through this 
crazy world in safety. We're walking through this crazy world supported, walking through this crazy world, just this, just this, just this. But what about, what about, what about, what about? Just this, just this, just this. That is the continuous practice of the timeless. Now, if we, if we just did that, if, 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 you know, if Bancho and Miyu and I all just sat up here and just said, just do that, just do that, just do that, just do that, over and over again for the whole 10 days, that would be wonderful practice. But you can also, right here, right now, wherever you sit, feel the isness of that awareness, and also, at the same time, be aware that you are being breathed. Just like you can feel the earth and hear the sound of a voice right now, you can feel the earth and be aware that you are being breathed. I keep saying you are being breathed because it's not as though there's some little, you know, person in there who's saying, okay, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, all day long. It just happens. You're being breathed. Whether you're aware of it, whether you're not aware of it, you're just being breathed. It's not about you. And when sometimes you'll stop being breathed, well, it'll be interesting then too. So we can feel the earth supporting us right here, right now, always, without interruption. And we can feel ourselves being breathed as we sit, right here, right now. They're not two things. It's because it's before words. The nature of words, the nature of concepts is it has to discriminate between this and that. That's the nature of the, con- the, the conceptual mind, constructive mind. But before words, there is just being breathed and being supported. There's being lived. We are being lived. It's not as though there is someone who's saying, okay, turn the switch on and now you're going to start being alive. Now turn the switch off, you're going to now die. You are being lived. You are being breathed. You are being experienced. Confirm it before words. The continuous practice of being lived, the continuous practice of being breathed, the continuous practice of being present is actually happening all the time, right? So our practice is, can I be aware Can I turn my mind to what already is? Can I rest in trust in the timeless experience of my life? Can I trust that more than I trust my random thoughts about who the administration might be next year? We can confirm 
that we are supported and loved. We can confirm it. We can confirm it every single moment. And we haven't a clue what's going to happen with politics. One month, two months, six months, six years, 20 years. We, so rather than being anxious and worried about what we don't know, which is legion, which is endless, why don't we have confidence in what we do know? That's the foundation of session. That's the foundation of life. That's the foundation of practice. Is the continuous practice of being present, being breathed, being lived. And just that practice, just that practice, your life changing. And sometimes that practice happens because people are chanting and they have the continuous awareness, the continuous presence of being chanted, and sometimes it's walking, continuous awareness of being walked, sometimes it's sitting. And that foundation is still applicable whether you're working on koans or whether you're working on the spacious nature of mind or whether you're working on sound, you're working on the origin of the universe or you're working on what's going to happen when the, at the end of the great Kalpa fire when everything goes up into a conflagration and turns into emptiness, whatever you're working on. That's still that foundation of the timeless is applicable. So feel the earth, be breathed. Relax. So that's the next foundation for session, for practice, for life. When we actually have a little bit of confidence that we're not going to fall off the earth, we're not going to fall out of the universe, we begin to relax. We can begin to relax, be willing to experience our whole body and all its parts. That relaxation means we have to have a tolerant attitude toward the full range of the human experience. There's always things that are that could irritate us, always things that please us. There's always but to be to be able to relax and have tolerance for the full range of the human experience. To have tolerance sometimes in my case, I, my mind just does not work. It just feels dense. To have tolerance for that, even as we are working to experience, or allowing ourselves to experience the whole. To have tolerance that our back may be knotted. To have tolerance that a knee hurts. To have tolerance about our digestion. To have tolerance. To have tolerance. So we're supported by the earth. We're being breathed. And with a tolerant warm mind, we accept and work with the human condition, our human condition. The labels of comfort and discomfort, those are labels that we have added on after the fact. We have a particular sensation and the mind says, I don't like that sensation or I do like this sensation or it shouldn't be there, it should be there. Before words, it's just sensation. So we feel the earth supporting us, we watch ourselves being breathed, and we learn to inhabit and to tolerate the whole range of our experience. People who have trouble with 
Well, everybody has trouble with some kind of, of uh, difficulties, either great difficulties or less difficulties. And we start cutting off parts of ourselves. I don't want to feel that. I don't like this feeling. I don't like that feeling. I'd rather not feel this way. And we can become smaller and smaller and narrower and narrower people. But when we trust that we are supported, when we trust we are being breathed, we can begin to relax and begin to be willing to allow our whole experience of our whole body-mind to be present. We allow. That allowing of what is continuous practice, continuous practice. So that's the way I'm encouraging people to um, have as a foundation, a foundation of success, a foundation of what is real, a foundation of something you can confirm and verify for yourself. The practice then becomes, can I continuously be aware of that? And by aware of it means I don't need to continually affirm it in the sense of, yes, that's right, yes, that's right, yes, that's right. Simply be aware the earth is always supporting you. Just kind of turn your mind there and recognize it. So it's a recognition. Continue to recognize, continually recognize, continue to recognize. And then to expand our tolerance for being human, for being ourselves. Knowing it's temporary, knowing it will change, knowing that it will evolve. It's the foundation of continuous practice. The Fascicle chapter that Gyoji begins on the great road of Buddha ancestors. <coughs> there was always unsurpassable practice, continuous and sustained. If we think that practice is from somehow from inside me out, then obviously it's not continuous and sustained because our mind is so erratic. And we have, then we read something like that and we think, oh, I've got to now make my mind a certain machine-like quality. But what is, what is continuous and sustained? You are being breathed. You are being practiced. You are being lived. You are being supported. You are being enlightened continuously. So our practice is, can we recognize, acknowledge, and affirm what is unsurpassable? Unsurpassable. This is obviously not the whole of the Dharma. There's few other things that could be said. But please, make it real. Affirm, affirm it, confirm it.
It does not matter. How we feel, it does not matter whether we are young or old, it does not matter. What does matter is you are being lived, breathed, supported, loved. And we you know we function the best we can function in different ways. That's, so maybe that's a good place to stop. Have deep confidence in what you can verify and confirm for yourself. And don't have confidence in what you can't verify and can't affirm. And if you want to get when we be honest, what you can really verify is you don't know anything. None of us do. So to verify that I don't know anything means to go forward in total trust and total faith, totally entrusting ourselves to the earth, totally entrusting ourselves to being breathed. I don't know how this is happening, and yet I offer this life to be lived. Cat cards.